street in the game we ain't playing Legends in the making representing for the culture Speaking all facts to your sons and your daughters You heard me? Give me some of that tea I've been waiting all day I've been wanting to say We alive, PC, just keeping the deep If you wanna join the show, just come and see Your life with Kiss Calhoun and the drone in the mix Can't forget sideburns blazing up these hits Too strong in the game, this never gonna change We keep it straight real, so you know what we saying to and community play a key role also what's our views on community involvement of the extinction of the black community um what's the word of advice um we're going to give some advice to people who are stuck around people that keep holding them back and you already know i got a what's the vibe moment we're going to play some uh encouraging uh um gil scott heron words for the shit that's going on in a, uh, around here in the world. Right, and this is the first episode a of Black, Black History, History Month. Month. You hear me? Day, day three. <laughs> Happy Black History Month It'll to everybody. It'll be day three, but fuck. Um, still. We still giving y'all a little old school <laughs> vibes and shit. Gil Sky Heron. And we always play. I'm about like, to say, you know, we always play this song. Always play him in general. Like, people fuck mm-hmm. with Gil Sky Heron and, and our, on our page on Facebook and stuff. So they always like, yeah, this is I remember last year now. when you had did like this dope visual with, yeah. the, with the actual audio playing. Like, uh huh. And, and to this day, everybody mm-hmm. shared, but we could go on and on about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
we gonna we gonna play some gill and we gonna talk from we got some tea from the message. You know, I gotta throw that in. Um the Wendy, we gotta talk about this little whole Wendy Williams documentary, child, because I actually really watched it. I really You know what? And it was really and good. And you know what? I was like, fuck it, I ain't gonna watch Whitney. Fuck, fuck Wendy. I ain't gonna watch And I'm gonna watch Whitney. <laughs> and I say I gotta watch it. And you know what? She really lied, cause she never got all coke. <laughs> <laughs> She's still on that shit. <laughs> um Oh, look at me pressing the theme song again. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dustin Diamond, uh, aka Screech, uh, passed away from his battle of stage four cancer. Um, we're gonna talk about my my Mike Pence, the uh, stupid ass ex vice president, ex vice president, uh, flies coach, uh, flies coach. Look at me fucking up everything right now. <laughs> Uh, Silencio, aka and now watch me. Silento girl. Silencio, Silento bitch. <laughs> he is going to jail, bitch. He is locked up and can't let him out. Okay. Uh, he is uh been arrested in a possible connection in his cousin's murder via TMZ, and Kelly Rowland welcomes her second child with her husband Tim Weatherspoon. Kiki Wyatt believes biracial people are oppressed. Um. And T.I. and Tiny released a statement through uh, through a spokesperson and denies the recent uh, recent uh, sexual allegations that's going on with him and all that thing. But child, child. <laughs> that's how you know. That's how you know it's some shit when you both said at the same damn child. The is spilling over, honey. Okay, it is. It's long overdue spilling. <laughs> But without further ado, let's get into it. So let's discuss what provokes the black on black culture. I'm gonna let Dijon go because I always go long, be long winded and all that You're shit. You're letting little old me start. Hey, we're gonna let you start for <laughs> a chance. Cause sometimes you'll be even be saying, girl, you know what? Um No, because you know, I'll be letting you do your thing, you know, like it's always been like that. You always yeah. start, you know. You're like, bitch, I, I don't. You always bring us in. You always start. Don't so. switch it up. Not sisters. Um, I just be sitting back, just waiting like, my turn patiently, gathering like, my thoughts. Now you didn't put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to still get the, uh, hold on now. Hold up. I didn't talk so much shit about the whip nay nay and eh. And I didn't lost the music for tonight. But, um. Yeah, um, okay, fuck it. I think this is what basically prevents uh, the black on, like, black on black violence. It's just, like, our, the way we come up, where we growing up, like, the shit that's around us. A lot of us grow up in these uh, ruins. The hood is no fucking joke for some of us, you know what I'm saying? This is not something that uh, people... Or asking for the do, you know what I'm saying? They just going through it, you know what I'm saying? People don't sign up for the shit they going to. They don't, you know, these cars ain't dope for everybody. This this shit that just generational popped in some of our love. So what po- provokes the black on black violence is the need to want to be 
great. Like the need, the the steps we gotta take to get to a quote unquote a better way of living. You know what I'm saying? So we stay in the fucking hood and everything ran down around us and the church is uh preventing us from uh having fun around them. You know, I, I really started this conversation up because I had over the weekend I really just was in my feelings about shit that was going on in the city. And I was like, bitch, they got too much shit going on, like people can't even enjoy themselves like we can't have a good time no more and it's like as a black person it's like we fighting the two evils our own self and the man like the government and shit so it's like we can't even barbecue no more without our own people hating on us you know what i'm saying and it's like to a point where I was like, damn, when when the world going to change? Like, when is going to actually get better? Because we could keep singing about it and rejoices and praising, but if we don't actually start doing shit for ourselves, like, when, quote-unquote, like Sam Cook said, when the change going to really come? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what's y'all 401k on, like, the whole what really provokes crime in our community because there's a whole plethora of shit like I always say there's a whole plethora of shit that always cause like crime but what's like y'all version of like especially in like we all come from different areas I'm from the east straight up east beast all day and I mean we all from the east I'm about to say you know what I'm saying (laughs) you from the uh uh you from this shoe so like what's y'all for what on that I mean Go, oh, go ahead. You want me to go? Go ahead. The guests, the guests could go. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I'm a, I mean, with this topic, I could go. I can go. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if y'all want me to go, I could go. Go. All right. Well, well, me, me and my brothers, I, my family, we from the Nine Wall. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we was raised in the Florida, moved across the canal, blah, blah, blah. But coming from my standpoint, being, you know, uh, I'm 32, being the, you know, the average age, uh, you know, just a just a black father trying to figure it out out here. You know, I, I came into walls that made me, made me think, like, what, you know, what should I do? Like, what could I do? Like, what could I do to feed these kids? What could I do to get these diapers? And that'll take you somewhere. You know what I'm saying? When you ain't got nothing. You right. know what I'm saying? It'll take you places. You know, and um, I was, you know, just raised with, a, to be honest, with a church background. It was always that voice. You know, even when I would have them thought, like, nigga, you know, I need to go in. You know, I'm... I'm looking like I'm a, the next nigga I catch slipping, you know, I'm gonna just have to get him, you know, like, right. But it was just that, you know, that Christian background and just the, just the religious aspect of me would always step in and be like, you know, like, you know better. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, be, you know, you, you know, you are better. Right. right. So just, you know, just find ways. You got a mind. Make that motherfucker work. You know right. what I'm saying? And I think, like you said, it comes from the upbringing you have. You know what I'm saying? It starts from home. Everything starts from home. And wait till you hear Gil Scott Heron's Home is Where the Hatred Is. Because that song in itself 
has so much truth to where it is. Home is definitely what a hatred is. Not mm. just in your own personal home, but if you call somewhere like New Orleans your home, they're gonna have people that's hating on you just for doing positive shit. Right. Like we do positive shit all the time. Like this past weekend we got paintballing and somebody really like called the police and said, Oh, somebody hit my car with a paintball and we know where near cars. And like we got our shit shut down. These is positive kids doing shit for to not to be in trouble and like you call the police on them. Mm-hmm. But they got all these kids the same age robbing people, shooting up people. They just had a fucking uh and you still can't find them. And still can't, still find, can't them. find them. But they got people that's getting shot on the interstate just that same night. Coming back from the paintballing event, the the interstate was blocked off. The reason why the interstate was blocked off is because a lady got shot on the interstate, driving on the interstate. She pulled over because she heard gunshots and then felt the pain in her chest. Mm-hmm. She got shot. So we like, damn, why it's hot out here? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's our environment. You know what I'm saying? It's where it's home. It's mm-hmm. where home. But like we, right. I definitely, we could go all, all, I mean, all day. I definitely took you know pieces from what both of you said, and I I definitely would have to agree with that. Um, we are our worst enemy, um, but I also feel like we try to blame most of the stuff that we go through on other people right white people we don't we don't so take we don't take a right we don't take accountability we don't take no type of oh, accountability we don't take accountability the accountability for right. our own actions because mm-hmm. it's like to me i i really i really cannot stand somebody that's sitting here screaming black lives matter but then you turn around and you hating on a black, a black person are you killing Another black black person. person. So my thing is, it's like you're calling the kettle black because we're not making the issues any better. We're not making them easier because we're continuing to do the same shit that they doing. So my thing is, we're making it easier for them to do it because we're doing it. We're showing them that it's okay to do these things to us. So it's like we are, we do, we do contribute to our own hate, to our own extinction. You know what I'm saying? And, And that's where I came with the next question. Do you believe that the culture and the community uh, play a key role in it. We Absolutely. both all said it. Of course, the the community and the culture plays a role. Um, I'm I, I'm trying not to go off. I'm trying to stay within the community right now and not make any points about the government or anything. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, like just the simple, the simple. The the way of survival that we pass on, you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Like, it's just ignorant. that street nigga want my son to be just like uh-huh. me if I was in the hood. Yeah, like, yeah, P- posing young with gun, like I money and shit. I cannot stand it. Ooh, like yeah. the the cycle, the cycle yeah, that, yourself. And I'm to be honest, I don't really know. I don't really. I don't really know the the remedy for that because I'm not I'm I I shy away from that even though I'm a part of you know that you know that the decisions that, that I made mm-hmm. I've placed myself within 
that culture, I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I got a son. You know, I don't I don't do that with him. You know, I don't like it. It's a whole. That's a whole different. Like, that's a whole different. I what I do as a father, I. I convert my energy into his because right. I know his energies are more pure form. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you so, know what I took from that when you said that, you know, to me, that's the remedy. You changed. For your cycle. son. You changed you your changed cycle, cycle because you didn't want your child, your children to end up how you did or how the decisions you made. So to me, that's the remedy. You accepting that you had a past, but then also I'm going to change that and I'm going to be better for myself and my children. So I believe that's the remedy of it all. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's the key. That, Thank so you when we, for that, though. Thank no you problem. for that compliment. Yeah. Right. I mean, we, we had an episode about we needing <laughs> black fathers. And fathers like you is the fathers we talked about on the yes. show. Because we need those types of fathers because we always talk about off-air about conversations like needing your father and needing positive representation. And, like, you said it yourself. You got to change for your children because I, children are the future. Can I give you... One memory about just not having a father. I mean, you know, I know we all, a lot of us went through it, but this just, this is the reason why I am the way I am now. Mm-hmm. And this experience was when I was 17. I was, I was a high school, you know, I was a high school senior. Mm-hmm. And it was our, um, it was senior night. Mm-hmm. So this was my last home game. My basket, my last basketball home game, and we was, you know, this was during, you know, right after Katrina, so we was in Texas. But a lot of my family had to move back to New Orleans, you know, and stuff. Even, even my mama, you know, to get back to her job and stuff like that. <coughs> so for that night, man, all the, all the, all the dudes walking with their parents and stuff, and I'm sitting there at the, you know, at the end of the line, and I'm just. By yourself. Like, I'm like, yeah. I ain't, I'm tearing, but like, I'm trying to hold him back, you know, because I'm in front of And like, you know, my coach was the one, you know, he brought me down, but like, I could just feel like this supposed to be my daddy. Right. Like, that shit ate me up to right. where I was like, I'm not going to ever put my kids in that situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what it is. The key to having a black community be a successful community and have the morals we have we need black fathers black mothers black churches everything black and over the weekend the reason why i came up with this topic is because i've just been paying attention to the world around me mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying just really paying attention to how people treat people and so i'm driving down haynes going to get jp and i just they have the you know the lincoln beach just starting up you know that's a place where they didn't fix up everybody going back there now it's, it's something that was for black folks mm-hmm. to say we have nothing over there in that area that's the east show area shout out to east show you're me um <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's the area that's that's a historical black area where they had a movie theater they had uh, uh lincoln beach and there's a church on the corner gated up gated up that parking lot to keep people from parking in that yeah, parking lot. Yeah, because they don't want y'all parking in there. And lot. I said to myself, how can a church hmm. that preach every Sunday, I, I wish I had some organs playing right now, <laughs> that preach every Sunday about 
this, that, and the other, and you got a gate put up and with a lock on it to keep people from parking in the area, which you know they park in that area to I go haven't across been the down, levee. I haven't been down there in months, so I you should see I how you should see how it look. It's like damn, you like you trying to keep the people in, mm-hmm. and then when I when I was witnessing like crimes and seeing crime on TV, like we just. Recently lost a close family, not a family member, but a family friend. He got shot. Carjacking. They trying to jack him. He got shot and killed. They had an artist that was um, very popular in the New Orleans area. He got shot and killed. He was a positive role model, father. Every time I would see this guy, music, and see his videos um, on Instagram with his son in his videos... I was like, I feel for his son now that he's mm-hmm. not here. Right. If we keep taking the positive shit out of our community, our community gonna always we're look ran down. We're gonna at. keep continue cycles that we don't mm-hmm. that don't um mean us no good. Mm-hmm. Like for example, how do y'all feel about the whole uh street code of snitching? Because a lot of people talk about snitching being like, you know, you live by the sword, die by the sword. That's how I know it to be. But like, I think civilian life took that snitching code in the black community as if not snitching at all because it'll land you in kill, killed or something like. The reason why, let's talk about the reason why the black community don't respect the police is because we can't trust the police because. We can't say nothing because if we snitch, we die. We getting killed like drug laws popping people off. Just anybody popping, nobody can't be a witness because they popping witnesses off. Like, you can't tell the truth behind nothing. So, like. Right. I just feel like the fact of the matter is, like, the only way that things will ever change is just like we said, you have to have, you have to be. Accountable. You have to hold yourself accountable for your actions. You have to want to change, because my thing is 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 a thing is a thing of changing, but then is another thing of wanting to change. Exactly. And I feel like when you want to change, you see different in your life, and you make better choices, and you make better choices for the future. The future. And that's the only way things will be better, and that's the only way we'll continue to move and progress as. People, because right now we fucked. We in a standstill. We've been in a standstill, and I feel like it's gonna continue to be like that until people hold themselves accountable and want to change as a as a person. You know what I'm saying? Let me drop a let me drop a a jewel on you. All right, drop some to 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 come behind you. Um, speaking about accountability, want to make change and making changes. That'll benefit you in the future, right? So I I usually my best like my best way to describe things is just to go off first hand experience. So I'ma just say this. I'ma just ask ask y'all to this right quick. Um have are any of y'all hip to the stock market? Um, I'm definitely starting to get more and more in, into it. After that GameStop shit, I was yeah. like, you know what? Yes. I yes. could have brought about a thousand of them last year and would have been sitting on a little a little something right now. Exactly. <laughs> so so 
this so the stock market is something that has existed for I don't know maybe as long as America's been in place. Right. But schools don't educate. Mm-mm. You know, the especially public schools. You know, they don't give us that knowledge. That right. We got to go to college or be involved college, into that. Even college, like, I, maybe if you if you go to college for an accounting degree, right. you a might business, get a course yeah, that'll like talk that. to you about the mm-hmm. stock market. But the, the stock market is one of the ways that these people, these, the... The rich, the you know the rich, the one percent, all that. This is one of the ways that they've been maintaining their wealth. This is a a vital way to build wealth, and it's you know and the the basic the 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 main the the main idea of the stock market is a way to invest your money and build it over time. You know what I'm saying? Um, so me personally, like, just like you said, like, after that, I got hip to it to where I started getting into it. I, I, I already got a few family members that all, that's already active into it. You know what I'm saying? And I just sit there sometimes. I sit there like the other day we were sitting next to my brother. He invested in two companies, less than $18. We sat there, had like a 15 minute conversation. When he went back to his main page that showed him his investments, his total investments, before he went made them investments, he was investing 250. When he went back after those investments, it said his investments increased to 375. So that means within 15 minutes, the dude made about $100. That's so wow. It's crazy. Like, I didn't know. My, my, my girl, she's been investing since. Last year, like right before the pandemic, we had a chance to take our family to Disneyland for a week. And right, like oh, two weeks after the pandemic, that's when the headlines and stuff started coming out. But um, uh, two weeks after we came back. But yeah, like she had been investing since then. And like I, I would see her stuff play out and stuff. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, you could really make money off. I didn't know. Right. A lot of us didn't know. And that's one of the key things that we don't know as a black community about the importance of that. So I believe that once we decide, once we figure, once we realize that there are so many ways to get money and build wealth, then we will stop acting in those like those low survival ways, you know, Mm -hmm. when we going at each other for the stuff. When people just sit there and make the money overnight Mm -hmm. and they just look at us like... Savages. You know what I'm saying? This in the damn house. They laying in their bed. Whole time. Seeing their money increase. I done made bank off of Nike. And we robbing and jacking. Robbing, jacking, on the corner. So, like, that's the type of stuff we, you know... It's it, like we always said, it's the crab in a bucket mentality. Mm-hmm. It's always a crab in a bucket mentality. Um, definitely, I feel like that. In a, that's a key major point in what is going on and what we need to focus on. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because when you say that, I'm watching now a lot of black people trusting Bitcoin. Like, I ain't never seen so many niggas. I don't mean to say it like <laughs> that, but... Stock 
stockbrokers overnight. Like, man, I'm mad at Reddit because they trying to limit. After that GameStop shit, that GameStop really, mm-hmm. they trying to limit the amount of shares people could buy now. Now they trying to change the rules of the stock market. No, people been getting bank off the same shit for years and now that is benefiting the lower class people now you want to say let's change the rules nah keep the rules like that and let's see who going to come right out literally on top. because literally anybody can invest anybody. that's the that's the crazy part about it literally anybody can invest anybody. any one of us in this room could invest if it's we wanted to shout out to uh bitcoin <laughs> and all them we about to invest in a couple <laughs> of coins in a minute but you but you know what i look at too they, you know what it is i'm going to let you but finish tell us what i'm going to let you finish you better you say. better get it now before i forget <laughs> Cause you know this mind, the way this mind works. But you know, you know, you know what I feel like. All this stems around. If you really think about it, how it started, how we were as a people, how yeah, how we um, (laughs) how we um, how we basically progressed to where we were working for other folks, and then. We became free. We had our own shit. They took that away from us. Then it's like you get into that mentality where you you have to, you got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do that. But then it's like nowadays it's like we are literally, we literally have our hands in almost everything. So I feel like when we see more of us into these things and investment and stockbroking and things like that, we like, okay, I can get into that. You know what I'm saying? That's so then that's when things change. So I feel like if we continue to get our hands into things like this, we can step out of that small-minded, that small mind that we're in and think bigger. Yeah. And what I mean like small mind is like, just like we said, hustling on the street, isn't that? That's small-minded to me. That's I'm pretty sure that's small-minded to y'all as well. Yeah. So thinking yeah. big is The street investing. life ain't no life no more. The street but they still no, doing it because that's the easiest way out. That's the easiest way out. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So they ain't gonna go do it. They tr- and trust me, they got people that didn't been in it for years and mm. then then got into some stocks. Now they got houses. And I was about to say some they, people they living in the luxury now. They but don't you give know, a fuck. but you know why too? Because a lot of them took those teachings of what they learned and they they thought smart. They doubled up and they doubled up and they, they made they actually made a legit so the key business question. out of. What they learn The key question of tonight is We keep holding each other back Because so many people Don't want to listen To the next person Like I was talking over the weekend I I know I keep saying this But (laughs) I really was talking over the weekend About this topic I was like man this gotta get out of my head I gotta talk about it on the Mm -hmm. show Like I was saying like how People really When you get to an adult stage You get to this stage Where you don't want Another adult To tell you something Mm -hmm. And you feel like That's checking you Or something But in reality If I know something Is more knowledgeable That can help benefit you Bitch Listen to me What the fuck Like Right If I If you don't know How to drive a car And I'm teaching you How to drive a car And you ain't gonna Fucking listen to me And you but gonna it's fucking not, Drive off the but fucking then, road But then again too It's not necessarily Like listen to me It's like Try to sit there And take in What I'm telling you And apply right. that I'm not telling you You gotta listen I'm to me 
But just apply Try to at least apply to what I'm trying to help you with. Our community is very hard headed like that. I, and I'm I, I'm past that because I didn't experience a lot of hard headed people trying to talk some sense into some people. So it's just to the point to where I calmly, I don't bring my emotion, put my emotion into it. Mm-hmm. I just I just tell them like I give them the information that I have to give. And, and if they it pick it up, they pick it up. If, if they don't, they don't. Right. Like the people that pick it up, oh, all right, we can walk further together. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, then it's just... It is what right. it is. You got to leave some people behind, and that's that's gradually what I'm learning. I've always learned to let people go, but... You have to. I'm letting everybody, bitch. If you the dog, <laughs> I'm letting you go, bitch. <laughs> you can let everybody get love. Because 2020 showed her fucking ass. We thought we was going to be... Living a lap of luxury. COVID came, wiped every fucking thing out. 2021, we serious, bitch. We ain't, uh-uh. I ain't got time to play. I ain't got time to waste at all. But, see, like I said, this is a good topic. We could talk on and on about this. We ain't finished, though, because um, we're going to take a little smoke break and vibe, catch a vibe with some gills, Sky Heron. But um, when we come back, we're going to say what's our views on what we pretty much did. But, like, what's our views on the community's involvement of the extinction of the black community? I feel like our community is crumbling because a lot of shit that internally we let go on. So we're going to talk about that with with some key things that is keeping that. And for what's the word of advice, Uh, what's uh, some advice to give people who feel like the people around them are holding them back? Like... What can you give a person that's trying to change the people around them? You know what I'm saying? And then the people around them just keep bringing them back to old habits. You know what I'm saying? And, of course, we got the messy tea from the messy shane, um, the Wendy, the uh, everything. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk about that. You mean? But, um, shout out to UT, because that is the conversation is it's, it's lit You know what I'm saying That conversation is lit It's definitely lit You know what I'm saying good And it definitely have good, good vibes That's why we gonna have like, Catch a uh, good vibe with this uh, I, I wanna play the Chopped and Screw version Of uh, this Gail Scott Heron That I heard But I don't wanna be too Too ghetto But this one for uh, Gail Scott Heron You me <laughs>
again. Hey, can't go, bitch. I always like me a little Gil Scott earring. <laughs> can't go wrong with a little Gil Scott. That's this. It's like I was talking about over the weekend. Like, <laughs> like I keep saying, real talk. The music back in the day, it was so significant. It had so much true meaning behind it. So it's like. Whenever I hear stuff like that and then refer to what's going on in the world, having hearing those messages in songs that was in the past and still living the shit, it just like sent me to a whole new level and sent me to a whole new vibe. That's why I like to talk about the shit I talk about because I listen to the music. It's in the music. And like we were saying while we was taking us a little smoke break, and vibe into the chopped and screw. Shout out to whoever made a little chopped and screw version of that song. Cause like that's for the culture right there. I, I feel that. I feel you on that one. But like we was talking over the smoke break about the other key roles and the key factors that play a major part in um this whole violence in our community I feel like people are, A lot of people are in our community Are oblivious To the shit that go on As far as why people say black on black culture Because when they hear that term Black on black culture I mean black on black crime They always say like Oh that's, that's not a thing But in a reality We do live it because we have a culture of drugs And we have a a culture on street codes and violence That impact a whole community day by day And people are losing their lives behind this on a daily basis Like I said, a lady was shot on the interstate Probably had nothing to do with what's going on None of it, right She got shot you know what I'm saying? So, T, you was talking to me about your views on that. So, go ahead and give us your little for what care about that. Um, personally, it's 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 a that's a big that's a it's very big, big. It's a big like universe to even. Like I, I, I don't, I'm trying to figure out how to how to go at it. Like uh-huh. which angle I want to come at it. So I guess I could, I'll just come from what I'm familiar with, which uh-huh. would be um, the drug dealing aspect mm-hmm. of like the type the type of stuff go on that will cause you know cause violence. Um, Behind it, I mean, we got people out here that's just um, what, what you want to call it? They just gotta get it out the mud. And they getting it out the mud and getting into. I wouldn't even say that. I, I'm I'm saying people that that is delirious. That's just stupid. Okay, yeah. People that want to run off on the plug twice. Right, type right. Stuff like. Just get in it. Jack the bag to, up. Always yeah, gotta like, jack a nigga up for this shit. Like getting in it for the wrong reasons, pretty much. That's 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 what happened. That's what that's that's thought. That's what starts. That's how violence happens. That's drug related. Wanting wanting what somebody else is capable of doing. Like if you we idolize that way of the life. 
Especially who those who come from that lifestyle. That's that's, that's purely that comes straight from hip hop. Yes, the, the idolizing of all the bullshit. Mm. Because majority of the people that is rappers are people who live that life. But well, are portraying we, to live that life. Some of them. But <laughs> we gotta stop being stupid, like Meek Mill. Meek Mill was that like the last thing that last headline he had about how he played on them children. Right. You know, like that's pretty much that should give you that should give you the implications of how these people feel mm-hmm. towards the regular everyday person. Mm-hmm. You know, not just those kids. That's how they come at you know, that's how they feel towards everybody. Right. But you know, they are advertised, oh, music coming soon, oh, support, you know, cop this, you know, or whatever, uh-huh. but, you know. But won't give a kid money for selling water or however they trying to uh, promote themselves, they out here hungry, you know like, what I'm saying? Like, like, I don't, like, I don't know, maybe I'm being biased, but nah, nah, you hear me, like. Just we wild. actually like, talked about that on the show too, and I felt like that we all oh yeah, we we both did. said like yeah, look, that was just to say it like that was actually kids out there not trying to do no dumb shit, right? right. Like, you know, they could have been carjacking everybody at that intersection, mm-hmm. huh? And that's How just they and that's just what we said. Yeah. Like they could have been doing anything negative, but they chose to do something positive. Right. Whether the fucking water was, it was hot, no support. Whether it Bitch, was if they charged they you one fifty, you should have gave them that fucking one fifty for that water. But we throw they throw hundred dollar bills to strippers. Exactly, and I hate the fact that Tokyo Tokyo at, Vanity tried to strippers. They get mad at the right, and they get mad at the strippers from getting the bag. And I, and I hate the fact that people try to justify that, especially Tokyo. Tokyo Vanity trying to say that you know this and that and this and that, but it's not the it's not the point, sis. Like you come from the bottom of the barrel, so you, know you should know that Every you literally had you you making a fool of yourself on fucking Vine just to be to get where you at. You know what I'm saying? Right. So everybody don't have those those means those, to get that. right. And that's what that's basically what I was saying. So, um. What's the what's our views on the community's involvement and distinction? I feel like if we keep allowing people from the gutter life to be a part of not be they're gonna always be a part of the narrative, but letting them control the narrative. Like just because you come from that era, don't grant that somebody should give you a million dollars. For you to can still be in the headspace of the fucking person in that era, and do it on the frame of with money, it's like you you just doing it not even more because you got money. All of the fucking new rappers out here, all of them motherfuckers either dead or in jail because of gun related charges, assault charges. It's like the culture that we just praise and that comes from that pimps and hoes shit. Allowing that culture to be around for so long and embracing that in our music is the main reason why our culture is what it is. I always say it's in the music. The minute our music started to change is when our people started to change. The 90s, the 90s was a beautiful period to where everybody was on that unifying shit. You know why? Because everybody was talking about being unified. Mm-hmm. 2000 is when, I guess, everybody got a little money 
And they went to saying I'm a gigolo You already know I'm a gigolo She a gold digger Nine nine in the 2000 Back that ass up Like And now It's just going on Now it's body Yada yada If I hear that Motherfucking song One more time, I promise Stop you. Stop listening to Q93 because Q93 play every fucking hour. You, you, I, 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 <laughs> I, I hate, I hate it. And I like the song, but I'm starting to not like it because they play it too it, damn much. And this is Q93 praise and worship. Here's one for <laughs> body yada yada yada. Like how you, we just got off the church and you playing body yada first song. Soon as you transition from the church music. <laughs> But damn, bruh. <sighs> I don't know. It's just, <laughs> just like you, just like you say, like we have, like we just gotta stop downing each other, and we have to actually help each other, and not just to put on just for the gram and Twitter and Facebook and all of that other shit. Like we gotta really be out here helping each other, and not just for like photo Reach ops and shit like that. Like actually help. You know somebody. what I'm saying? That's the only way <laughs> shit gonna change. Make this world a better place. I cannot you know, stand it's you. It's Black History Month, so you gotta sing all that Negro spirituals and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like it, it. I don't know. I I just it's just like we we gonna. I just feel like a year from now we're gonna be talking about this again. And we gonna five years from now we're gonna be talking about this. I just feel like we always gonna be stuck in this. Just, just stand still And it's just crazy When we are progressive people And we could actually Make shit fucking happen History has proven that So why the fuck We can't Continue to make fucking history You know what I'm saying Cause we Everybody won't be the first Everybody wanna be That person to say They did it first Without just like Just do the work There, we, there will never be a first there will never be a first because it's somebody too many has people right out too here. many fucking too many people have done too, <laughs> mm-hmm. too many people have done most stuff already so it's never going to be a first quote unquote just do it just like do Nike it. say fuck Nike send us some shit I'm gonna mm-hmm. stop fucking advertising all these fucking hoes <laughs> they gonna fucking start sending us shit send us shit at what's the word five zero four at gmail.com. Fuck, cause we keep name dropping, bitch. They ain't gonna be getting all this oh, free yeah, promotion. Oh yeah, go ahead, send me some workout gear. Exactly, so we could just I need do some it. some workout tennis shoes. <laughs> but <sighs> besides that, I mean, we was also um, was also pointing out like um, different um, parenting styles. Yeah, different parenting styles that contribute to the violence and the delinquency that we. Face within mm-hmm. our community, and uh, that's another topic that I really don't know how to hit on because I, um, I ain't have. I mean, I had a lot of freedom, like, but I, I was never really tempted to, to, get my feet wet too early. You know, like to be honest. I started smoking weed in my twenties. You know what I'm saying? Same. Like twenty four. Shout out to twenty four. Like the year of Kobe. And just <laughs> and just I don't know with with my with my mentality, me growing up and experiencing things, like mm-hmm. seeing other people, seeing the way other people react when they do something or something like that's 
that's what made like I don't know. It made right. me know. Like I don't need I'm that just in chill my out. life. You right. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I don't need okay. that in my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I know everybody not like that, you know, but I don't, that's why I'm like I don't really know how we could I think it goes I think it goes back to like your morals and having people actually talking and communicating with your children mm-hmm. having adult conversations with your children because believe it or not children are fucking smart as a motherfucker they know some shit that you wouldn't even expect them to even know or be on the level of frame to even be wanting to talk about. And you be amazed as a motherfucker when they go to saying some shit. Like, bitch, you really my child? Like, yeah. who taught you this? You know what I'm saying? My daughter, to speak on that, my daughter, 11 years old, mm-hmm. making 11 this year. And the other night, she came in the room and was just like, I don't know her and her, uh, her mom was having a talk. She was talking about zodiacs. Mm-hmm. My daughter knew, like every every close every person every close loved went to her, she knew they zodiacs. Then she knew all the zodiac signs in order. And I'm like, how the fuck? Like, what the fuck is you doing up there? Like in that room, like making me one line. Gotta really go sit in her room and figure out what the fuck she studying and you know what the fuck she you know on the internet finding out. You know uh-huh. that's crazy though. She only eleven. Uh huh. Right. But we live in a world where that is being expressed now. Everybody know about Tauruses and Pisces and Capricorns and chakras Ooh, and, and I hate third it, eyes and stuff like. But because people are getting more in tune with their, we're getting back connected to our spirituality. Some part of us, of it. some of us, still but then some of, some of us use it. As excuses so, as to why we the way we are, and it ain't always like that. Right. Right. I definitely agree. <laughs> I definitely agree. It's just like the church. Like I said, it's just like the church having a church up and saying they the the house for the Christ and blocking the people out that's around there. You know what I'm saying? But um, parenting styles definitely is the major fo- focal point on. The key to the upbringing of a person in a child. Like you said earlier in the show, T, you said a lot of the times you would think revert on to your, uh, your religion, like what you believed in to stop you from doing the stuff that you actually was doing. It kept you from being heavy into the stuff that was going on and around your life. Same with me. Like, even with smoking weed, you know how many people I was around that was selling it? I could get it when I, I didn't, when I was young, I could, I could have been had all of this shit. Uh, Cause just being around it, and now I just knew that, you know what, um, I'm gonna just wait till I'm a, a, a good, a, a responsible age to do the stuff. Even with drinking, like, I know people, shout out to my friends, cause they was, they was drinking at 10, 11, 12, and I was like, let me just wait till I'm 21 and drink and stuff. So it's like your upbringing and the beliefs of the family around you that actually instill that. And when you don't have that, of course you have people that try to get that in the street area, in the street aspect. That's why they have so many people that go to the street and look to the street and look to the gangs and join the gangs. Because even when we talk about the gangs at one point, the gangs were created to be the force for the community at one point. It was never about drugs. It was never about getting money and all that shit. Somewhat that shit became that and then it led to a generation of damn near over a million 
families involved in games all over our country not just america but like the whole world so it's like i don't know you definitely get a good point about family and aspect because like when you look deep into it like if my mama a crip my daddy a crip bitch i can't go be in a blood bitch like that's gonna cause some conflict in the family and they got families less like that and be beefed out by their uncle can't even go to the cookout because you know the different sets and shit you know what i'm saying so it's like that's the mentality of our people we never hear about white folks oh june uh J- billy joe uh uh, uh uh, uh, Eastside Crip tonight and shit. Girl. <laughs> uh, let me let me ask you this: Would you, if you had a choice, and these were your only two options, would you rather have two parents that was some hard up gangbangers or two parents that was hard up drug heads, like crack, heroin? Like, I would have two drug up, uh, not drug heads, uh, game making parents. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> I, can't, I don't think I could deal with my uh, daddy stealing my shit. But that's shit that, you know. That people are faced face, with the, face the dilemma. Way, yep. And I'm not knocking nobody that grew up in that area. Like, I believe people are, you're dealt the cards. You don't get to decide, them bitches. Because if you could. Then you wouldn't fucking do it Right But if you come up from that era And you exposed to that And you have You you have no other choice But to be in a, a attendance of the shit Of course you're gonna fall And get into it You know what I'm saying So I don't fault nobody That's getting in their life Have to get in their life And get out the mud Cause eventually those people Get out of that way of life too And I've been seeing a lot of people That then been homeless and got the money and now they living life a luxury, like a luxury, luxury and shit like that. So it's like Yeah, it just it just reverts back to getting yourself out of those situations, not wanting to be like that. Better for yourself. Wanting better for yourself. Yes, yes. Because nobody it's written is nowhere written saying that you have to turn out how your parents did or whatever the case is. Like you do but not I have damn to damn sure wouldn't want two crackheads, two buckhead <laughs> ass fucking parents come home all the Christmas shit gone. <laughs> my motherfucking daddy then took the shit, flipped the shit for an eight ball. Now he in the motherfucking bathroom foaming from the fucking mouth. <laughs> nah, I I'd rather have some like game banger ass. I right. just be at the next relative, mm. auntie, whoever you know, a healthy household. And, right. and unfortunately, that's what a lot of our people. And I, I don't want to just say us because I know they got black people that got. A, I mean, they got other cultures and other races of people that's dealing with this shit. Yeah. But we ain't seeing how they household deal with it. We just know that for black a black community at one point, like. If you watch, there's a uh, show on Netflix called Cocaine. Before we wrap up this little whole segment, go check it out because it tells you about how bad cocaine was in the '80s and when it really popped off to be. And like my brother, he from um, he he born in the '70s, but uh, in the '80s, that's when it was heavy in. He was like, man, I I, I I lived through this era. I know exactly all of this shit to be true. And it's like drug culture, when we brought up drug, 
drug culture also played a major part in the downfall of our community. A lot of our people went to prison on damn near life sentences for cocaine distribution or even just having a crack pipe and crack rock in their motherfucking possession. And now you got places like Oregon just saying, oh, we just going to fine you $100 if you got PCP in your pocket. Bitch, fuck y'all. Like, they got people that didn't overdose, died from this shit, and now you just basically letting people do what the fuck what they want, which you should have been did in the first place. But shit, nah, that a whole bunch of people didn't been affected by it. Now you want to now you want to change the cycle Huh It's called cocaine Huh What you say they're doing Like hundred dollar fine Hundred dollar fine If you get fine If you get caught with like Cocaine uh, uh, PCP Like Really Yes a hundred dollar fine You know jail time In Oregon so if that's, you are a person of interest wants to go That's lighter than the traffic ticket. Yes. Traffic if you wanna go go and join in some festivities, go move out there in Oregon. Uh-huh. They ain't they ain't they you ain't going to jail for having the cocaine, so go snort away. And then you use some uh Stevie Nicks and, and all that shit. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, you use some fucking uh uh landslide or something in the bathroom or something, you high off that PCP and shit. So smoking sherm and shit in Oregon. Oregon said we fuck it, you get give us a hundred dollars on on the shit. Fuck. I wish I was a police officer pull somebody over in Oregon. Yeah, buddy. Uh, I see you got two rat uh coke spots. Uh, <laughs> give me a hundred dollars, I'll let you go. Like motherfucker, like at one point, <laughs> at one point, niggas was getting life fucking sentences for this shit. Motherfucker, Tuki Williams got executed because he was high off a of fucking PCP and shot the fucking people. Allegedly, let me say that before they be like, "What's the word?" Is shut down for the remaining of the month and shit. <laughs> but. <sighs> We could go on and on about this topic because we 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 could literally go on and on about this topic for real, for real. But um, DJ, we got a hell of a tea from the messy chain. You didn't do the other part. Oh, bitch! I didn't skip over the word advice. <laughs> I feel like we gave so much advice if there was a <laughs> <laughs> right. Fuck. Literally, listening. Just if you take none from this show, if you don't take none from this show, just know, fuck. But um, let's get to the uh, what advice? What is some advice to give to people who are stuck with people around them that just keep them like down? Like, what's something we can give a person? Distance yourself. You don't necessarily have to stop being somebody's friend because they're technically holding you back. But what you can do is you can distance yourself from them. Like, bitch, I'm going to love you from a distance. But guess what? I got some shit to do. So if you ain't on that train, then you get left behind. I got, I, got, I got witnesses on this. Like, my, my, my motto has been that I have been quarantining. What I be saying? I've been quarantining what? <laughs> you gotta think about it. <laughs> My motto I is be like I just been like I've been like you know just away from stuff. I've been in the house like since before the quarantine. I've been quarantining before since before. You've been quarantined. Like been cut a lot of people off and shit. Now my my circle done closed up to where it's just family. 
And like, yeah, those, like, you know, those real close people. You know, I ain't got people that were just calling for the rider, calling because they could get something. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I killed all that, got a whole new number, all that. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'll be, I'll be good inside. <laughs> Shit. I th- my mama gave me the best advice. This is some good advice. You don't need no friends. Your family is your friends. Because they're the ones that you came in here with. They can't leave you for nothing. They stuck for life. Like, so make them your friends. Uh, find one of them bitches. Make one of them <laughs> your, your close friend. And just thug it out with you. You can have friends, but like... You know them bitches Right What she she, Right You know what she's saying Though What she's saying is You don't necessarily need Extra people Right And like if you have what you have If you wasn't in it When we were shooting in a gym (coughs) Then you got it Oh shit (coughs) (coughs) The weed hit But if you wasn't Shooting with me in a gym You gotta get the fuck out (coughs) You hear me Cause like Me and Dijon We've been friends since Elementary school So it's like If you wasn't around Elementary school You don't deserve To be around No other time You know what I'm saying Cause The trust level From that right. time Has grown Tremendously So If you ain't Been shooting In fantasy gym <laughs> You ain't a part Of the circle You know what I mean But th- The best advice To give somebody Like that Is just Get you a circle started yeah. and let it be small because smaller circles is always work the best because it's, it's in house everything in house look at everybody that ever made it in some somewhere it wasn't no fucking twelve thousand people that was a part of the team right. it was it started all, for two three people and when y'all all have that same mindset it's so much easier because y'all all know where y'all want to be. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Quality over quantity. Yes. Right. That's why Jay-Z is well by his fucking self. <laughs> he ain't by himself. Give me, got, me some fucking... He got, he fucking got his family. No, what I'm saying yeah. is he literally... That company started with three of them. Then it turned into a corporation. Then it went, bitch, I'm leaving this bitch. (laughs) Took people with him and he like, fuck them people. I'm going by myself. Now he by himself buying fucking mansions and paintings and shit. Telling us about what the fuck we need. Put us on, fuck. Get us on fucking title, fuck. Why you talking, fuck? Talk about what we need to invest in. <laughs> invest in us first, fuck, so we can make some more investments, fuck. You got all the fucking money. You about to be trillion, trillionaire in a minute, fuck. I'm getting tired of fucking Jay-Z always telling us what the fuck to do. <laughs> but he a part of the community. At least he trying. You know, at one point, nigga didn't even give a fuck. Nigga wasn't saying nothing in the songs about what the fuck we need to do. He didn't grow a little dreadlocks and thought he was the new Bob Marley, bitch. I'm getting tired of Jay-Z. I'm, I'm really inside of Jay-Z. Y'all just understand. But um, <laughs> we can go on about this topic. But now, here's some messy tea from the messy change. And TMZ. And, and, and TMZ with a T. With a cap for the T for the TMZ. I'm gonna start saying that. Uh-uh. I told you you they need. They're gonna have to drop my fucking coin. Drop my fucking coin. TMZ and they the message. Girl, they just like us scrambling, oh, trying well, to. At least <laughs> give us a job or something. Fuck. I need a job. Fuck. <laughs> but go ahead. Um. Oh. Um. 
the Wendy Williams movie and documentary. If y'all haven't seen it, go check out the. It was really interesting. The cocaine. Wendy was snorting. This was all in the bathroom. The stalls. Sis was snorting that powder. (laughs) Bitch, she got the nerve to try to check Wendy. Whitney, bitch, check you all that fucking powder. You was fucking sniffing. But go ahead, take it away, DJ. <laughs> so, um, the movie was interesting, like I said. It definitely was. I felt like, but I knew that the type of person Wendy is, she was going to open up about it. But the only gripe I had with you is, why you couldn't make the Aaliyah movie good like that? Right. Rush the fucking <laughs> Aaliyah movie. Bitch, and the other gripe I have, bitch, uh-uh, that girl did not have them fucking ankles that you got. You should have made her ankles. <laughs> but you know what? Just like they, your fucking ankles, bitch. But you know what? They chose a really good person for her because in certain, like, scenes and parts, like, she actually favored she Wendy. Did. She did. And it literally took me, like, halfway in the movie to realize that that was the girl from the Oval. Because uh-huh. I was like, who is she? She is. <laughs> but she, but she did a really good job. She Enjoyable to watch, uh-huh. like it, it, you just can't watch Wendy. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> and then, and then everybody hate, everybody hate on Wendy because she's saying like she had a uh, fellow Method Man. I got, we got this in the thing. No, we, we know we don't have that, but, but we could talk but about that. We talking about that, but if you go watch the movie and look at how Wendy Williams' confidence was back in the early nineties, not. Wendy, bitch. <laughs> we talking about Wendy early she 90s was when a, she Wendy was not she was, a peach, but she was slamming like a Like she bit. said, she was zipping she, in and doing she was it. She was really doing it. Doing it. And homegirl was <laughs> snorting that fucking powder, bitch. That's all I want to know. <laughs> bitch, Wendy had the quality to get to the powder. When I tell you... <laughs> She had the powder, and that goes to show you when we talk early it in the was fucking. Never late. It was never late. Never late. Never, like never she said, late. never fucking missed a beat. Was she said, bitch? And another part <laughs> I didn't like about the movie is how it's how her fucking parents body shamed her and how uh, we gonna get into that. Go ahead. Get into oh, that. Bitch, I'm, my bad. You ain't even let me go. Go ahead. <laughs> but look, so. I took some points from the actual, I guess you could call it the documentary that came out after the movie. And she talked about several things, including her um, her lymphedema. I hope I said that correct, mm-hmm. which is the condition that she was diagnosed with. And she talked about, you know, that a little bit as well. So that was something interesting to hear about because, you know, when all of that stuff went down with her collapsing and stuff like that, she really didn't go into detail about that and whatnot. So, um... She also talked about her weight And what was interesting um, Her parents were um, Involved in this as well mm-hmm. um, I'm guessing this was shot Like a little before her mom passed mm-hmm. But you know They were very open about You know putting her on diets And basically body shaming her And I thought that was interesting Because you know With some parents They don't take accountability You know for doing things To their children at a young age So I thought that was You know a look, You know something that was I was like okay Bitch, she was fat because y'all had money. I was Bitch, weak. she was eating. The, and they was a wealthy-ass black yeah, family. Yeah, I'd be fucking fat, too, if I'm eating caviar and Doritos. And it's a, they had a fucking maid, like, uh, like not even a maid. What you call them? A, 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 a nanny, a, a housekeeper. housekeeper. That threw me out. I was, I was like, 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 bitch, you yeah. 
really came up right. Like you, mean, <laughs> you ain't really wasn't like no. You right. made you, you it was right. It was you like it was destined for you to be where you was at because right. like you really didn't grow up like struggling. But she, but but see the 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 thing, the good part about that too, for what you take from that, yeah, she had this, but she went to struggle to get what she really wanted. You know what I'm saying? Because of the. Lack of mm. the communication with family. Mm. It started from yeah. the home. She, yeah, she had a lot of struggles. Yeah, you know, it's just the like, like the stuff that we've been speaking out in general, like the heat, like the the mm-hmm. self heat. That's what I consider when mm-hmm. you're hating on another black person because they achieving. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, just, just. Take notes and then mm-hmm. try to do better on, in your own life. Right. You know? mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, she had a lot of you know, mm-hmm. a lot of struggles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you know, I, I, and she overcame that shit. She did. She did. Another interesting piece that took me for a loop was her and Tommy's relationship, her brother. So y'all already know, I'm pretty sure y'all haven't been under a damn rock with this whole foolishness about Wendy apparently not showing up to her mother's funeral and stuff like that. And I didn't blame her for that fucking movie, how they was fucking talking about. But in the documentary... They were talking about each other like, you know, oh, we think it's thieves and this and that. They had, like, they actually had a good relationship. So that made me think back. It's like, that makes you think, like, was all of this shit, like, staged? Like, I hope it was not to, like, promote this movie and whatnot. Because they seem, they seem like they're close. Her, her oldest sister, you know, it's, it's only three of them. Mm-hmm. But they seem really, really close. So it was like when all of that shit came out like and she whatnot. Said, like it was it a just, fight that wasn't about them. Right. So she just like we said, the miss Dismissed herself when we talked about that vice column. It was just, just too much. It. It yeah, was just it was too, too much. much. And having to deal with that during COVID and all that shit, like, bitch, mm. we're going to go somewhere else and just, we just going to mm. chill and not even worry about it. But right. since did her thing on the documentary, right. she could have she really did. did that fucking <laughs> Aaliyah movie, though. I mean, she talked about some other stuff, too. Of course, she talked about her and Kevin's marriage. Yeah, her and Kevin, Kevin's marriage make me think, like, bitch, if he wasn't so much of a fucking woman, they could have actually they worked out. They could have been perfect together. Because mm-hmm. he really loved her. He, he re- did. He still do have love for her. He just couldn't change my his... Thing, my his thing... His dick was just too high. I mean... I think he felt he was feeling himself. <laughs> Homie was started feeling I mean, himself. Miss- he thought he was shook night. <laughs> Bitch, he thought he was a shit. Wendy got him with the money in the mansion. He driving Ferraris now, bitch. I would do the same thing. But what I was saying about the show, and I'm gonna let you get to it, Taylor Swift. But let me. Uh... You gonna stop Taylor Swift and me? <laughs> um, when I was. Oh, saying, your when ass I was gonna be doing this goddamn tea. What I was saying when I was watching it, though, I was like, if people just be more upfront about what they want in a relationship, mm-hmm. if he was like, look, me, my dick hot, and I can't just be married to you. I'm going to be married to you, but and loyal to you, but I'm going to have bitches on the side. But I mean, that that didn't start until like after the baby and all bitch, the miscarriages and the still the, the stillborn and baby. And if whatnot, he would have so. said, bitch, I don't know if you could get babies or not. So I'm gonna go see if somebody could get us a baby. And Literally, that's what that. <laughs> if that conversation would have been had, I'm pretty sure like she would have been a wife. The other bitch would have been a 
the, the, the one that have the baby. Either way, home. she was the wife and he had a side chick. So but, either and, way. They could have had a what? A polygamous relationship? Yes. Uh-uh. <laughs> she could have still been doing her. They could have been married. And he, and it so never would have got divorced. When he would have been, when he would have died, everything would have went to her. So I check How everything going to go to her when it's already hers? No, what I'm saying is like... In, Anything that he accumulated on the bitch, he had a whole fucking house on the side. Bitch, he had some money. Now. Yeah, with her money. Well, he was he was <laughs> like I say, he didn't put it in a secret account. Now it's his money. Shit, <laughs> 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 cryptocurrency, bitch. And he thought he was shook. But you know what I found funny throughout this whole thing? Her versus Total. When Total basically <laughs> pulled up on her ass and wanted to fight her ass in front of that studio because she was talking shit about them. And I didn't know that she had so much heat from Diddy because she literally talked about Diddy all the fucking time in Total. Fighting. And that's why her ass was getting fired. <laughs> and Total was about to beat that ass. Like, that shit was Can't so hilarious. Wendy, I'm about to blah, blah. That shit was so funny. She was like, like, bitch, what the fuck? They are here <laughs> And they're like, Wendy, bitch, come on here. Bitch, that shit was so funny. <laughs> Captain, oh my God. Mm. Bitch, Wendy sounded like <laughs> <laughs> Lois from Family Guy, bitch. Oh, man. Oh and then, God. of course, you know, the lad, uh, she did talk about, you know, her date rape and whatnot. Um, that was crazy. She should have fucking name dropped that She nigga. did. What? No, they said that in the documentary after she didn't document, like, actually say his name. Mm-hmm. He should have fucking, he would have got me too, like, with the quickness if she would have really said that nigga <laughs> name. That nigga, Breaking Sales, would have, fuck a one hit wonder, mm-hmm. he would be no wonder, nigga. Stevie Wonder, bitch, if mm-hmm. you ask me. But can't see nothing, nothing. <laughs> but <laughs> that's crazy. But tragic news: uh, Dustin Diamond died at the age of 44 from stage four lung cancer, and we talked about him. Give me all a little recap like on that. Like we re- we was a rooting for him ago. to uh, mm-hmm. pull through, and I screeched and zipped on out. At least he died from the capital C and not the C nineteen, bitch. Because everybody's zipping right. out with the C nineteen, right? But uh, you go on a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you you know, it's um, the way we've been doing it now. But um, a rap told TMZ that Dustin, uh, he died Monday morning and his condition had uh, greatly declined uh, since last week. We talked about it. Um, he was taken off of breathing uh, machines in an attempt to get him to hospice care. So they kind of already knew that, you know, things weren't going to turn out for the good anyway. Um, his girlfriend was by his side the whole time. They're saying, um, and she's saying that he did not suffer. Um, he had just finished his first round of chemo after he was diagnosed with, uh, stage four lung cancer. So our thoughts and prayers are definitely with the Diamond family And that's crazy Because like He We heard from him In a while Right It's like he had Literally like Fell boom. off the Yeah Like I had You know how like You see like Some of those people That you know Those actors from the 90s And the 80s And stuff like that They kind of pop up Into like shows And like movies And stuff But I never really Saw him like In anything In a while So I was You know So that was You know Crazy yeah, to hear that He dipped on out on us But mm-hmm. He was a real 
talented person watching uh, Say by the Bell. He was funny as hell. He was a funny little quirky little geeky white dude. <laughs> I think he was the real reason why. Uh, you, if you want to ask me, Daniel Glover could be him. Cause like fuck. Let's be honest. White black people don't fucking laugh at nothing that Dan, Donald Glover do. Like he is not funny <laughs> to us, which. We want him to he, I like him But I don't think The whole community Fuck with Donald Glover But he mm, like the Coco Corky Black dude Type Persona To be honest A couple weeks ago I went And finally Binge watched Atlanta Like I still haven't watched it I'm guilty of not watching it I love more At Lakeith Stanfield Than anybody Like His character Is funny <laughs> In that show Like Yeah but I mean, Donald Glover, my dude. I mean, I left the fuck out of that that gunshot pose from a, uh, you know, This Is America video. You know, he, mm. I mean, he, he turned it. I fuck with him all. Yeah, but know. he's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's not funny. <laughs> but um, Mike Pence is flying coach now. That boy. <laughs> That boy can't catch no pride. He can't catch no no uh, 757s or nothing. It's over with, baby. That's he gonna, over with. Now he back in the hood. See? That's what you get. <laughs> That's what you get, Mike Pence. So If you would have just held on, would have kept it real, you would have at least came through, Mo. <laughs> so this is coming from TMZ as well. Uh, Pence and his wife. Cameron both hopped on an American Airlines jet from uh, girl wait Santa Cruz I was about to say I just had this Santa Cruz to uh, uh, Charlotte North Carolina uh, with Secret Service by the side they're reporting well, I was about to say they ain't no, they had no fucking I'm about to say because you know they always they always have, they secret, have service. secret service it just won't be as many yeah they gonna have for the rest of their life mm-hmm. but like they like alright you can't fly private no more bitch mm-hmm. go ahead and catch that coach flight mm-hmm. right quick on spirit mm-hmm. bitch if I catch him on spirit I know something <laughs> so what they're saying is um, they're reporting that they're looking to uh, looking for permanent housing basically um, and the family is Consider relocating back to Indiana in the summer. So I'm guessing that's why, why they flying coach. So girl, why not Oregon, Mike Pence? <laughs> but what they also, you know, you know, TMZ is very shady and they very messy. And they say that them people hopping from couch to couch while they looking for a house. They probably do. Let me catch them on the spirit. <laughs> Kiss Calhoun gonna give y'all the exclusive if I catch them on the spirit. Mm-hmm. But that's crazy how you go from just like you say from you getting from on these right private jets and all of this bitch and now you back to the motherfucking coach life. And they like back back to Kelly Kelly bitch. I mean you got to see the picture they sitting in the um <laughs> in the airport in the motherfucker. <laughs> Probably got two guns not even fucking paying attention. <laughs> Boy, I can't stand this motherfuckers. But that's what you get. So, uh, watch me whip Nene Salento is arrested in a possible connection with his cousin's murder. When I saw this, I said, did this nigga just... When I saw it, I was two like... people captive? Like, he shouldn't even been out right. then. Like, like that was like a few years. That was cousin. like a few years ago. No, no, that's literally like a couple of months ago. Yeah, but he, he did. Oh no, I'm thinking about something else he did, because he was arrested like maybe like two years ago for some shit. 
But uh, Salento was arrested for alleged connection in his cousin's murder. TMZ was, is reporting. Frederick Rocks was uh, found dead, well, shot uh, to death in the street on January 21st. Eight bullet cases were found on the scene. Salento is being connected to the murder due to some ring camera footage from several homes in the area, which captured at least one gunshot and several cars leaving the scene. I believe so. something is mentally wrong with that dude. Like, mm-hmm. he just held two people captive with a fucking, I think it was a knife or some shit. Now he done shot his fucking cousin. Like, allegedly. A, bitch, he did that shit. Allegedly. Don't free that nigga. We have to say allegedly. <laughs> Don't. Don't free that nigga Don't send me no Go for me Or that nigga That nigga did that shit <laughs> That nigga did that shit That nigga yeah. Look at his fucking mug shot He crazy He look that nigga. crazy he, he need to get an evaluation first Don't just give him The whole death penalty And some mm-hmm. shit Right So Kelly Rowland uh, Welcomed her second child With husband uh, Tim Weatherspoon So this is coming from The message shade Like his so uh, this past week, Kelly took to Instagram to announce the birth of her second child, which was born on January 21st. So uh, she revealed that they named their son Noah. Uh, Kelly captioned the photo on the 21st day of the 21st year of the 21st century. Noah John Witherspoon greeted us here. Uh, caption: The caption read, we are truly grateful. And of course, she put January 21st, 2021. He was born at 8.13 p.m. He was 7 pounds, 80 ounces, 19 inches. Why the fuck they son name sound like he's supposed to be the president or something? What's wrong? <laughs> Noah John with a spoon. I think you should. Uh, I think you should name your children names that are you know are appealing. They're gonna be like the when they do go back to school. Noah John with a spoon. Your mama in the front office. Noah John. <laughs> play any kind of sports. Here's John Witherspoon. Noah John Witherspoon with a tackle. Like, they're going to say his whole fucking name everywhere he go. And the Academy Award goes to for Dancing in the Sun, Noah. Man, shut up. So Kiki Wyatt <laughs> believes biracial people are oppressed as well. So this is coming from the messy shade as well. So Wyatt got into a heated exchange with Milan Christopher. Of course, you guys know if you don't know, Milan is from Love and Hip Hop. Um, I think which one it is? I think Kelly. One of them. L. A. L. A. Yeah. Hollywood, whatever it's called. One of them. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so Wyatt stated. And I quote, because you are so pro-black and it's okay to be pro-black, power to the black people. Black people are not the only people that have been oppressed. They are not the only ones, my nigga, she stated. Jewish people have been oppressed, okay? She added, I can't keep going. I'm biracial. We um, fucking oppressed because black people done made us feel uh, feel like shit oh White people God. made us feel like shit Why explained that black kids Didn't want to play with her Because her skin was lighter She also stated that she had Other struggles growing up As a biracial kid Ain't gonna let nobody <laughs> Turn me I had to fucking say 
Like sis. When no. I saw the video, I really got heated because I was like, we we know there were other cultures of oppression. We know that other people experienced oppressions, but for four hundred and something years, like the color hue of oppression that have experienced oppression time and time and continue to experience it as black folk. Not light skinned black folk, dark skinned black folk. And till you experience that which you can never experience because you're light skinned, you have your own mm-hmm. background, you're gonna follow the shit that's going on with you. But you can't expect that it's like we when we look at oppression Everybody that has that seen black people trying to say, look, take us serious. Like, we, we are oppressed. People fucking over us. Like, help us. Everybody is. But our people aren't going through this, too. And, bitch, we know. Tell your people to fucking join your own committees. Get your own but fucking I mean- shit. <laughs> Get your own rally started, bitch. Stop expecting our fucking people to fucking mm-hmm. always just be... Step back right. and but be what the, she have the, to what she have to realize is what are they gonna consider her at the end of the day? Black. Thank you. And then the stuff that she was doing in the video was just too ignorant. She was just completely cutting somebody off, dismissing their. It was like using the person's intellect as saying that, uh, oh, we get you so poor black, but um, we don't care about. The oppression mm-hmm. that you're trying to It's like she bringing down I'm another Another Another, another race, race just to say just to, we was right. oppressed too Yeah The only thing is The people who are biracial Nine times out of ten Their parents put themselves in a position Of their own oppression your daddy wanted the white lady. He got with the white lady. He made you. <laughs> Nobody didn't force that nigga mm-hmm. to do it. He did it because he wanted to do it. So now that that's done, now you got to deal with the shit that just come with it. Black people really just black bone out the pussy oppressed. Like you, you <laughs> both. Like you, you both. You, name one person that that you know that anybody know around them that ain't lived the same lifestyle as you all of my friends and i keep saying it time and time again the reason why we friends is because we all share the same similar background either father absent mother was the the breadwinner the strongest one that kept us in line and we all had the upbringing of some kind of spirituality and so mm-hmm. I just feel like Kiki Wyatt need to, like, we revert to go have a conversation with your black side or something because, <laughs> uh, sis, it, it looked like you're going a little, uh, uh, through a little something and you need a little help. Yeah, but. I just don't like the fact that she's basically, you don't have to tear down another, another people's me. struggle to make your point valid. That's that's what I took from it. Like, just state your points, and you speak for what you're speaking for. You don't have to tell nobody else's down or bring that up and whatnot. Like, it was it's it unnecessary. Was yeah. So, but child, I've been waiting for this tea. I've been I didn't <laughs> sipped on this Stella Rose and about the about the dip on out, but mm-hmm. baby, uh, Ti and Tiny, you know he had to write a. Uh, that fucking statement was about 12 pages full of fucking intellectual words and, uh, <laughs> and shit like that. T.I. didn't got himself caught up in a, uh, let me, a, a plethora since we want to use some shit. 
a plethora of some trouble. But uh, Dijon, take this away because the, the messy shade be coming with it. Ooh, they yes be shedding the tea. Uh, AKA the Stella Rose tonight. Amy. So go ahead. So, so the ele- the sexual allegation started with Sabrina Peterson, who alleged that T.I. put a gun to her head in which Tiny responded to those allegations. The lead to Sabrina sharing alleged stories from alleged uh, victims who claim they were sexually abused by the couple. The couple are finally speaking out about the allegations through a statement released to Complex from a spokesperson. They said in the statement, Mr. and Mrs. Harris want to be on record and more importantly, want the public to know they they empathetically, uh, the... I probably said it right. Deny in the strongest way possible. Um, yeah, he using the. <laughs> See, I told you all them fucking big dictionary words. He probably had that fucking Wikipedia right there, bitch. He needed that dictionary.com to get all them fucking words. Make sure he was using the right kind of pronunciation. <laughs> so they're they're up the they're just they're they can't believe they're they're. They're implicated in these matters. That no, they they fucking can't believe of these appalling allegations. allegations. <laughs> I'm trying to put it out there for us so we can understand it because we don't use these big ass words on a daily. Being made against them by Sabrina Peterson, the Harrises have had diff- difficultly difficult. See, it's a with the um, with this woman for well over a decade, so they've had difficulties with this lady for over ten years. They are taking this matter very serious, and then of course you know um, Sabrina Peterson took a lie detector test um, allegedly, and she posted those results. Um, and we did post those um, on the what's the word page um, earlier this week, um, in which. Uh, the results show that she wasn't lying about anything that she said. Um, I have to say, just like just like um, Wendy Williams said on her show, she doesn't believe that the lady's lying. And I don't believe that the lady's lying either. But it's like all the fucking you, people you ain't wait, gonna come out But for my nothing. thing is, you wait all of this time to say this, and just just like we always say, the money must have ran out, or they stopped paying them, and now they talking about it, and that's that's what it seemed like is going on. It gotta be something, something that happened for her to just want to come out the blue and just start talking about this stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it, it had to be something like. Bitch, pay me my Them checks coins. not clearing no more. Or they little escapades didn't stop, and now that girl didn't got got uh uh she didn't got attached to that meat, and now she mad. She uh uh-uh, uh, you can't take her fucking meat away. Now she coming up. Uh uh-uh, uh, we got twelve people that was in it. You know, I told y'all see, but that's what he. See, that's why you gotta can't be saying all the stuff that you wanna do and all the stuff you do in your bedroom need to stay to yourself. You ain't gotta be out there saying y'all run trains and do all that shit. <laughs> out on the TV, we don't gotta you ain't nobody ain't gotta know what you do in your bedroom, but now you got fucking <laughs> <laughs> now y'all got fucking twelve witnesses 
that then came motherfucking forward about the sexual allegation shit. And now here your ass go with all these dictionary.com words and this fucking. Got me stumbling over paragraph. the fucking words and shit. This and he don't even use them fucking words, bitch. This nigga just. Telling the people, put that in there. I Motherfucker that didn't go to jail and go pick up the dictionary for that whole year he was in that bitch. <laughs> clearly, clearly, that's what we need to. Clearly, that's what we need to fucking do. He was fucking Malcolm X in that bitch. He saw that Malcolm X movie with bitch with ham up in there. Let me go do what Malcolm did. Go read the. But clearly, that's what we need to do. Read the damn dictionary and and, uh-uh, and put bigger I'm words in top vocabulary. I know a plethora of words. <laughs> <laughs> I know fucking plumber. Got me got us sitting up here fucking sounding fantasia, bitch, trying to read the statement. I just can't deal with T.I. I see that's why you know what? That's what his ass get. He better get in that fucking dictionary and see what he's Bitch, he y'all better start of. clearing them checks so that girl can stop talking. So oh. she can make another statement and be like everything was a lie. Oh they oh oh they will. But she didn't took the DNA. I mean not Yeah, the it's too late took, now. The damage is done. So we'll find out in future. You know, we'll let you know we always gotta speak No, we found out. The girl's the girl was not lying. The result said she was telling the truth. So, about damn. everything she said. So she got a fucking Murray uh, lie detector. Everything man. she's everything she said. Oh, it shit. was true. It's gonna be like T.I. putting Harry. a gun to her head. T.I. and Tony Harris has been indicted on <laughs> sexual. The they no, got it's other people. They got a lot of people, but she said but she didn't. It was her. her. She started the she, shit. It was her telling the story. So it's not the actual people telling the story. It's her. She's the spirit person. But what if there was role playing? You know, he didn't went to jail and shit. He he already think he born in the seventies and shit. He, I mean, in the early fifties, he was supposed to be in a gangster and shit. What if he just did one of them pimps and hoes fucking thing and just had the gun to her head and just said, "Bitch, I key." You know how, <laughs> you know how his stupid ass sound. Bitch, that's see, that's why you gotta fucking keep what you want in your bedroom. Y'all ain't got to do all them drugging and shit. This is 2021. This is not 1965 when everybody was doing that shit. Everybody ain't down with that shit no more. Do it the natural way or go on uh, Craigslist and get the people who is really out here writing <laughs> four-page letters about it and bust it open. Bitch, go on Craigslist. Bitch, they got people in the section. <laughs> Bitch, uh, you better go get somebody who really onto that shit. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to T. Shout out to Cyburns and LL where you being. Um, you can follow me at Kisscount on everything. Um, also, if you want to be a feature artist, go ahead and follow us at Yo What's the Word on everything, and hit us up in our email at What's the Word five four at gmail And you know, just you know, send us that he, send us that fire, yeah, yeah. But uh, without further ado, Dill. I mean, DJ. For the 50 million fucking time. I'm going to show Stella. you, bitch. I'm going to just start saying your fucking government <laughs> on on the, on the show. That's that little Stella, my bad. You always blaming it on something. <laughs> but go ahead, DJ. Take it away. Um... But shout shout out to everybody like mm-hmm. that. Listen to us, support us. Keep we appreciate it. Yes, we love to hear the the good feedback that you give about the show and the topics that we talk about. Um, 
And then I'll take a step up um, if there's anything you would like us to talk about. Like, you can definitely email us. Or if you know us personally, you can send it to us. DM. Or text us. Yeah, text us. (laughs) Something. But um, you can most definitely. Send us a telegram, pigeon, whatever. Or get T.I. to fucking write in a dictionary. (laughs) (laughs) But you can definitely follow me at (laughs) underscore D.John. That's an N, no H. And Twitter, double underscore D.John. And T. Go ahead and uh, say what well, we could uh, follow you. I'll go ahead and do your little shout outs and thing. I ain't, I ain't really doing much to follow, but I'm Hood Shaman on Facebook, to hide a GEF on uh, Instagram. And I just want to see y'all. I had a lot of fun, and it's a dope. It's it, dope. it was a vibe. It was. You know how we get down over here? Big blood's rolling, everything. Cellar rolls was popping. You know, we got that hood champagne <laughs> in the works, you know? Girl, not champagne. <laughs> That's her wine. Hood champagne, man. <laughs> but um, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, shout out to everybody. And like I say, it's a whole vibe. I hope you enjoy it. And without further ado, we out.